Hello, and welcome back to the Multicultural Perspectives Podcast. I'm your host, R. Thomas Umstead, and my special guest is Tara Duncan, president of cable TV network Freeform and president of the Onyx Collective, a Hulu-based programming initiative dedicated to creating quality, diverse content. Duncan, who has produced iconic original shows for such services as Netflix, AMC, Hulu, and Amazon Prime Video, earlier this year was part of the team that won an Oscar for Best Documentary Feature for Onyx's Summer of Soul feature. Welcome, Tara, and congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Growing up, did you ever want to be a television executive? Did you ever see yourself being a television executive? (laughs) No is the answer. I don't know that I... I don't know that I even really knew this was a job growing mm-hmm. up. I really loved film and TV. I was a rabid viewer of everything on cable and, you know, would write scripts um, when I was in elementary and junior high school. Um, but I didn't really think about this as a career path. But when you, but when you, when you say that, I do remember I was such a big fan of my so-called life. Mm-hmm. And when they canceled it, I wrote a letter to ABC demanding that it be put back on. So I guess in some way I was aware that there were some decision makers, but I never really saw myself as someone who would be in this position. And looking back at, at all the shows that you've done and produced, is there one or two particular shows that say, I've arrived and this is where I'm going to be? Absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> you know, every project holds a special place in my heart and I've learned something unique on every single one. One I would say is, is The Killing, uh, which is a project I worked on at, at AMC. It was, it was a departure for us at the network at the time. Um, we, we were, it was a cop show led by a woman and we were taking on a very dark and moody format coming out of um, Scandinavia, which, you know, it kind of became a thing in the landscape, you know, people then started talking about Scandinavian noir. Killing was really one of those first uh, U.S. adaptations that that kind of burst on the scene. And it was just such a fun experience just being so involved. But then also I would, I would add Orange is the New Black um, is really a defining experience for me in my career. Uh, it was the first time that I worked on a series where there were women in front of and behind the camera who looked like me and were the same age as me. And we just had very similar points of view on the world. And these were characters that I, I knew in my life. And it really shifted my perspective on the type of stories that I want to tell and how I could use my, my role and my access as an executive to diversify what's, um, what's on our TV screens. Staying on the subject of diversity, as you were making your way up the ranks, were you one of the few that were in the business? And you mentioned that uh, you wanted to diversify not only in front of the camera, but behind the camera. What steps did you take to try to make that happen? Sure. So, yeah, I mean, the reality of my experience is I, other than a, a brief stint that I had at BT, I re- I had never worked with another black creative executive 
until I, I was at Netflix and that was in, um, it was even a couple of years into my tenure at Netflix that um, I had another black colleague and that changed everything for me because I, I didn't even fully appreciate what I was missing for really like those very definitive and formative years of my career. It just, it really shifted my perspective just to have someone in the room who was evaluating material from the same point of view as I was and was advocating for the same type of writers uh, that I was um, and truly just have someone to talk to even about sort of the work culture and the environment that, you know, we were building our careers in. So that really also just opened my eyes to the change that I wanted to be a part of because I felt like this was sort of a camaraderie that is really required to be successful in a creative space. And so, you know, I've taken lots of steps uh, to make sure that um, wherever I go, I'm bringing others with me. And even in my time off, um, I, I took a, a break after Netflix, worked on making sure that there were young entry-level uh, people who were sort of on the rise, that they were getting the right training to make sure that we're diversifying the ranks of the executive levels at, across the industry. After working at Hulu, Amazon, Netflix, you moved back into the industry, cable industry, with taking over at Freeform. What was it about Freeform that interests you? Well, two things. The first thing is uh, Dana Walden, who, <laughs> um, who, was, who had taken over at Disney, what is now Disney General Entertainment, and the opportunity to work closely with her was something I was very excited about. And we, we just immediately kind of hit it off. And um, I knew I had a lot to, that I could learn from her. But also, I loved that the ethos of Freeform very much aligned with my own personal values. Um, and the idea of spending my days programming for young adults and wanting to really tap into, you know, what's important for Gen Z and younger millennials um, was just exciting. What should viewers expect to see from the network this summer? We have a very busy and exciting summer. We have the upcoming season of Grownish, um, starring Marcus Scribner, um, who um, audiences know as a junior on Blackish, who will enroll in Cal U um, this season, um, which is really great. Love just injecting a fresh perspective and some new energy into Grownish. We also have Everything's Trash, which was created by and starring Phoebe Robinson based on her collection of essays. Um, it's just a hilarious show that um, that will be launching soon. Um, and we're also right now working on the next season of Cruel Summer, which we just announced is starring um, Sadie Stanley and Lexi Underwood. So we're well underway on that as well. If you weren't busy enough, then you take on uh, the head of uh, Onyx. Talk to me a little bit about your vision for Onyx. Absolutely. So Onyx is the newest general entertainment brand for the Walt Disney Company. And we are focused on um, empowering artists of color and leveraging the scale and scope of Disney to, to get stories from underrepresented points of view out to global audiences. And, and the vision is really that Onyx will be a place for 
fuzzy, entertaining storytelling that people want to come to that really rally an audience and feels connected to culture. But it's, it's really inclusive and it's global. But yeah, right now we're just getting started. And obviously we were shot out of a cannon with uh, Summer of Soul, which truly is like a, 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 a film that is emblematic of everything we want to do with the brand. Um, and that it's a, a story that is told from um, a very specific point of view and about a very specific moment in time. But it is also just wildly entertaining um, and is really for everyone. And what was your reaction when you found out that the Summer Soul uh, documentary won an award? <sighs> you know, it, it's been incredibly validating. I mean, the ink was still wet <laughs> on our strategy for Onyx Collective, and we knew this was a title that felt perfect for us and, and would brand us in the way that we wanted to be positioned, not only with the creative community, but also with audiences. Um, and we just loved it because A, it's just an incredible film. Um, but for us to also, not only for us, but also for the producers who had been working on the film for, for years and for Amir um, for his directorial debut, it was just incredibly validating that not only is this something that audiences wanted to see, but that their creative integrity would be recognized and celebrated was just like I said, just very validating. And if anything has just increased the momentum and, and revved up our appetite to continue to do more. So um, very quickly, what else is on the docket right now for Onyx and, and what should viewers expect to see over the next few months? We have a scripted series called Reasonable Doubt uh, that Ramla Muhammad created. She was a writer on Scandal and also on Little Fires Everywhere. And this is a sexy legal thriller that she developed. Carrie Washington is executive producing, and she also directed the pilot. We also have a docuseries called Hair Tales that came to us from Oprah Winfrey and Tracy Ellis Ross and also Michaela Angela Davis. Um, and that's a docu-series that's looking at identity and femininity all through the lens of black hair. We also are in development on a limited series called The Plot, which stars Mahershala Ali. We also have a, a, a comedy series that we'll be announcing soon that I'm really excited about. But we, we have amazing creative partners in Ryan Coogler and Prentice Penny and Dustin Daniel Cretton and Natasha Rothwell. Like we've, and we've got a few others that are going to be coming in soon that are just propelling our, our rabid appetite for more content. So you, you've accomplished so, so much in such a short amount of time. Uh, wh what else do you still want to accomplish within your career? I would, the, the execs who I've admired most have a there's a, a roster of other very successful executives who they have trained or mentored or worked with um, in their careers and I would love to also um, have sort of another generation of executives who are coming in that I've had an opportunity to be a positive influence for um, I think that's sort of the next thing that I'm really focused on in in my career Excellent, excellent. I do thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us. And uh, certainly I wish you well in all your endeavors going forward.
Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. And thank you for listening. Until we meet again, take care and God bless.